Hallelujah. You are welcome to church. And it's great to always be in the presence of God. I have been always saying that man if you understand man, then you will know how to live. Man is not only the body. The body is the house. And man is a spirit and is eternal like the one who created him. But he lives in a body and of soul. So sometimes we developed the body and that is very good. Everyone need to exercise. Everyone have to eat good food, good diet. Because Jesus himself said and he addressed Satan when Satan attempted him. That man shall not live by bread alone. It simply means that man live by bread, but not by bread alone. The bread gives you strength in the physical body. It makes you healthy. But the most important thing is that man must live by the word of God. Man by live by the word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That word there is a rhema, is a spoken word of God. That anytime you are reading the Bible, you may read the Bible and read other things, but at the point as if some word have become life to you, that one is the one that creates faith. Today, I would, and I am always very excited, and I must be excited in life because God rules in the affairs of men. People always desire to be successful. How many of you desire to be successful? I have heard all kind of motivational messages to make people prosper, uh, successful. I have heard different kind of preaching and that is very good because that is the intent of God for man. 
But sometimes we misplace what is called, we don't normally understand a successful man. It is God defined what is successful. When you read John, I really love that scripture who says that I wish above all that you what? That you do what? You will prosper. Is it first John? Yeah. You will prosper. Not only prosper, also that your soul, you'll be in health. God wants us to be healthy. He wants us to prosper. And the kind of health God is speaking about is not having strength to go and chase women. Health must begin with your spirit. A healthy spirit and a healthy soul. Your mind, your body can be very strong and healthy, but if your mind is in trouble, if your mind is jammed up, all the health in the physical body is useless. How many of you know that? You will use that health in carrying baller. You see yourself carrying dirty things in the street and walking around up and down, doing nothing with that strength. So you need to be very healthy in the physical. You need to be very healthy in, the, in your mind, mental, in your soul, in your spirit. The soul too needs to be very healthy. And these days they said uh, mental health. By the time you come, we should also say spiritual health. We have physical people who are very strong, but mentally sick. And we have people who are strong physically and, and mentally, but spiritually sick. We need to receive strength from our inner man, and from the inner man, the mind can then be at peace, and the body can be strengthened. So we need to come from that area. God said he wished, that is his wish, that above all that we wall. He said, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospereth. He doesn't want you to have halfway prosperity. He doesn't want you to succeed halfway. He wanted to succeed fully and totally. For me, success is, should be defined by God. It's not defined by the amount of money you have in your bank account. Neither is it defined by the assets you have, the houses you have, and the wives you have. 
wives and concubines. It is defined by God. At the end, it is God that I want to please. All of you may say that I have succeeded, but if in the sight of God, if I failed, I'm a failure to God, then I'm no one. You can praise me, you're good. And if God says you are bad, you're bad. So I want to be pleasing to the one who created me and the one which one day I will go and live with him. He is the one I want to be pleased. I want to please him. There is a scripture, I love God. Matthew 25 from 20 to 30. Jesus likened the kingdom of God to be, I think, let's read it. Matthew. So he who had, let me read a little bit so that those who haven't read it, sometimes I take it as if everybody understands, have read the Bible. But the Bible is something that when you take it and you read it, some people you sleep. So the only time we can read it for you not to sleep is when you come to church. Even at church, some sleeps. Let me read the entire story of a man who, this story, let's give me the entire story uh, that a man, he was traveling far, then he gave uh, talent to some people. Uh, and so, for the kingdom of God is likened to a man traveling to a far country who called his own servant and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents. To another, two. And to another, one. To each according to what? His own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. This master gave talent. And to one he gave what? Five. To another he gave what? Two. And to another he gave what? One. Why did he give one five? And one two. And the other one one. He knew the ability of each one. God will never give you a load which you cannot carry. So he sees everybody's strength, what you can manage, and so that he can dish what you can manage to you. That is why I don't want to just look at what somebody has done and judge. I don't know your ability. I don't know your, your how do you call it, capacity. Sometimes somebody's capacity is large. Someone have little. So the little can feel his. The large one can put about double or triple the little one inside and think he's done something. 
So if a man have to judge, he will judge that this one has two. This one has one. If the other one even have multiplied his and added his, it will be two. And even if the other one didn't work with it, he will still have what? Two or five. Still higher than, the five one will be higher than the two. If the two double his, uh, even the two, the four, the five didn't work, he still have five. And when men come and men want to judge, he will look at the five and say, this man, he's done well, he's got five. This one, you haven't done well, you've got four. This one, you haven't done well, you've got two. But meanwhile, the one that had one who has multiplied it by two has doubled his capacity. The one that have two, if he added one, he couldn't double his capacity. Oh? But it's three. So when you come, you see five, three, two, immediately you put a red line. The two has failed. That is the way the world will judge people. So the first thing in life is to find out your capacity. What can I do? What has God given you? What can I hold and contain? If you understand this, life will not be... You don't look at somebody's work and try to run. Some people are in a rush. They see somebody and they want to be like him. I can't be like anybody. My capacity is different. Your capacity is different. The talent God has given me is different. And those that God has given you is different. I hope I'm talking sense. Then the one who received the five talent went and traded with them and made another five talent. The one that are five went and did what? Traded. Whatsoever God gives you, you need to trade and work with it. When you have a gift, don't just sit down and think people will come. Do something. Act upon it. The little you have, don't look down upon it. The big thing you have, don't say it is enough. You must work hard. Work hard until you multiply it. The one... And likewise, he who received two gained two more also. So, in actual fact, they all had 100%. In fact, God looks at things in percentage, He doesn't look at things in numbers. So that when you have 5,000 members, and you add 100 members at the end of the year. 
The one that has 50 members, if he's able to increase his church to 100 members, he's done very well. He said, Prophet, what mathematics are you doing? God mathematics. Let's look at it. But he who received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. He dug the ground and hid the Lord's money. You will find the reason why he did that. Sometimes when you are given something, you, don't, you look at what is given to you and what is given to other people. You look down upon your gift and tend not to use that gift. Oh, if Prophet Anoy is there, I, maybe my small prophecy, I can't prophesy again and put it into your pocket. No. Look, if it is my children, my children, be strong. Say it. It can encourage somebody. It can strengthen somebody. It can be of great help to somebody. So, instead of him to also trade with the one, he did not trade with that one. After a long time, everybody say after a long time, sometimes you don't see anything, you don't feel God. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes you look like God has left you. You cry, you call, nothing is happening, and you are doing everything. If you are succeeding, you don't feel God, everything is going on well for you. But there is a day He will return. There is surely a day that God will return. So, after a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled account with them. Each and every one of us, one day the master will come and settle the account with you and me. We are not pleasing men. Men may, you may put up a different face before human beings and they will praise you, but there's an account to settle with. The one you are settling with, the Bible says everything is open and clear before him. He, you cannot hide anything from him. If you don't know, go to Genesis and ask. The first man created, you know him? Adam. When he ran away from the garden, he thought God wouldn't see him. God came, and he had to tell the truth, I am naked. God said, I know you are naked already. <laughs> Let's continue. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. 21. His Lord said to him, look at the recommendation. And that's what I wanted to look at. His Lord said to him, well done. Everybody say, well done. How many of you want to get the recommendation of well done? It means that you have done well. Or well done. Good what? 
good and what? Faithful servant. Good and what? Faithful servant. You were faithful, what? Over a few things. The five talents he gave him, he said, it's few. To the eyes of God, one is few, two is few, hundred is few, thousand is few. His Lord said, you were what? I love the word, underline it if it's short. This day there's no Bible to underline. <laughs> Just highlight it. I will make you what? Ruler over what? Many things. Enter into what? The joy of your Lord. Everyone that is faithful will always enter into the joy of the Lord. Let's go to the next man. He also who had two, received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents beside them. And look at the same the recommendation. His Lord said to him, what did he say? Well done, what? Good and what? Faithful servant. You have been what? Faithful over what? Few things. What's the difference between the recommendation of the five and the recommendation of the two? The same. They were all recommend, giving the same recommendation. One all together is four. One all together is what? Ten. But the same recommendation. What God recommended is their faithfulness. In fact, it's faithfulness that is being recommended. Whatever God gives to you, what is looking from you is faithfulness. If it is one, be faithful. If it is ten, be faithful. If it is half, be faithful. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have, you have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over what? Many things. Enter into what? The joy of what? Your Lord. The same recommendation. The same place he asked them to enter. Then let's look at the third one. Then he who has received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man. <laughs> Reaping where you have not soon. And gathering where you have not scattered. This guy, he's giving Jesus a preaching. He's giving them, the master some, some preaching. And I was afraid. Always those who will not do anything will continue to complain. Those that have talent, they will not use it at church, they will not give the offering, but they will complain. When people are giving, they want to give complaint. 
the third pot. When people are serving God, they want to complain. Hey, hey, nyamide yansomna sa. And I was afraid. And went and hid your talent. If you are afraid to lose or to venture into things, you will not prosper. In fact, he told Joshua, be courageous. The doorway to success is courage. If it's one, take the one. Work with it. If it is two, take the two. It takes boldness to invest. And I was afraid and I hid your talent in the ground. <laughs> Look, there you have what there you have what is yours. But this Lord answered and said to him, you what? Wicked and what? And lazy because lazy people will not do anything. Do you want that recommendation? When Jesus comes, when you meet your master, that lazy, you don't read your Bible. <laughs> you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. How many have bankers here? See, you are happy. So he said, at least if you don't know how to do investment, if you can't do any business, the least thing anybody can do is to take other treasure bill or any other thing. Just put it there. Don't just put your money under your pillow. Because you know Ghana, the money, even though it's thousand today, next week you match it to the dollar. You see that you don't have the same dollar with you. So just put it somewhere. Invest it somewhere. Don't put it under a figure. You know, if you, how do you call it? Huh? If you ask for me, that bag, you put it, you dig, some people dig in the middle of their room and put it there. When you go and remove small, <laughs> then you cover it. <laughs> And there's a bed sitting on it. It's covered. He said, invest it. He said, just take it to the bank. Invest it into the bank that will give you interest. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. All my inflation chimisikano. All that I'm saying is faithfulness is very, very important. God will always reward people who are faithful. Galatians says, chapter 3, verse 9. Let's look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 9. It talks about Abraham. I want you to read. So then, who are of faith are
blessed with who? With believing what? Abraham. He, for as many as are of the work of the law, are under the curse. Some other people said they are blessed with the faithful Abraham. Abraham, God chose him because of his faithfulness. He knows that Abraham will be loyal. He knows that when he gives Abraham, said, said, one thing I know about Abraham, that when Abraham will give Abraham anything, he will pass it to his children. He's so faithful that he will invest whatever I have in his children and I can have a future. I love that. I love that. Hebrews 3 verse 2. About Moses also. Who was faithful to him who appointed him? Who was what? Let me read from verse 1. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the what? The heavenly calling. I love it. Consider the apostle and high priest of our confessing, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Who was faithful? Jesus Christ was what? Faithful to him who appointed him. As Moses also was what? Faithful in all his house. So what ran through Jesus and Moses is your faithfulness. When God gives you any work, any job, anything other in church, or you ask for, uh, you, you apply for a job and they appoint you to a position, be faithful. With diligence and faithfulness, your world came. Do it. Don't put money first. If you put money first, you will be corrupted. But if you put faithfulness first, nothing can corrupt you. I hope you're getting me. I hope I'm making sense. Chapter 5. Let me continue with that. The, the, let me continue with that scripture. The, the verse Moses. And Moses indeed, verse 5, was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which will be spoken afterward. We've been talking about Moses. You've been talking about this, you're talking about that, you're talking about that. What made them what they are is their faithfulness to God. I pray that God will give us the spirit and the heart to be faithful in all his ways. When somebody asks you to work with him, be faithful. For me, I don't even work as if I'm working for a man. I'm working as if 
I'm working for God. If you work as if you are working for a man, you may be ah, discouraged because of what sometimes men have weaknesses. And when you look at the weaknesses of men, you will be discouraged and become unfaithful. Faithfulness in everything. Faithfulness in marriages. Be faithful and stay faithful. Whether your husband is in, your wife is in, or have traveled, and is going to do some course, by the time it comes, still remain what? I said, the place is cool. Be faithful as a young lady. Whether a man approach you, you're looking for a husband, whether you have a husband or you don't have a husband, God expects you to be faithful. Say, prophet, but my body is making me fifteen, 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 fifteen. I understand you're a biological being. But I ask for grace that God, I want to be faithful to you. If you fail, rise up and say, God, I want to continue with faithfulness. Some say, oh, matter from you. I have fallen, so that's the end. Rise up and move on. Say faithfulness. Say faithfulness. It's difficult to find faithful people, loyal people, when people come around you, they are making yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Not because they want to remain faithful, they want to do something. They are looking for their own interest. That is why when you are in power, you have people all around you. The day you lose power, all they are gone. Because none of them were faithful. When you are in a position, Christmas, you don't need hamper, but they will bring you hamper. The time you can buy hamper, that's the time they bring you hamper. The time you can't buy hamper, that is the time they will run away from you. When they are singing to your praise, remember that not all the lips that are singing are faithful lips. Don't be angry with me. In your friendship, some cannot keep friends. Be faithful when you enter into friendship with somebody. Don't just enter into it because he is he has gone some place. If he's he's falling, still be his friend. Some of us, the moment we are promoted and we have a certain position, we don't want to relate even to our friends. 
They greet you. They, you don't. You as if you forgot his name. Within two years, you forgot your friend name. He, he sees you in public, and you he, he greets you. You look at his face as if a stranger. Be faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful in whatsoever you do. When they put you in a position of trust, be faithful. Be faithful to the country. Be faithful to God first. In fact, if you are not faithful with, to God, you can't be faithful to anybody. That's why I'm directing you to God. When you are faithful to God, the rest will follow by itself. Even when there's nobody around, you still keep it. Some of us change friends every week. Every week you change your new friend. Tell somebody, be faithful. Say, be faithful. It is very important to be faithful. Revelation chapter 2 verse 10. (laughs) He says that, do not fear any of those things which are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison. This is good news. That you may be tested and you have tribulation 10 days. Be what? Be what? Be what? Be faithful even where? Until death. Faithfulness is not for five minutes. Faithfulness is not for a certain season, but faithfulness must be to the end. I want us to remain faithful to God. The God you receive, still be faithful to Him. Sometimes opportunities will come. Faithfulness comes when you know what God wants you to do. And my prayer is that may God help us to know what to do, where to be, and where to serve. Once you get to know this, this is what God wants me to do. This is where God wants me to be. This is what God wants to do at this time. Whatever anybody says shouldn't attract you. Any promise anybody gives you shouldn't pull you because you know you are in the center of the will of God. So remain faithful in that place. I hope you're getting me. I hope you're getting me. Second Timothy, maybe the last, verse 2, chapter 2, verse 2. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit this, this is Paul speaking to Timothy, commit this to Huchibor. Huchibor. Faithful men who will be able to teach others also. The one that is qualified first is faithfulness even before ability. Some people are talented. They have ability. But 
you cannot trust them. Don't just pick anybody. He said, Paul, not those who are able only to do, but first look for people who will remain faithful, then you will pass it to them, then they will be able. You are quiet. Sometimes you, people, can, you, people see talent and they get uh, bamboozle. You see some, somebody with great talent. Immediately he said, Pastor. <laughs> I remember somebody said, saw somebody, a pastor. I said, this pastor is a good one. I said, hey. In fact, if you're a pastor and you want to come, there are pastors who had wanted to come to this church. I will question them. Why are you leaving that place? He said, oh, pastor. I have problem here. I said, what about if you come to this place I have the same problem? And the best I can do to you, for you, is if you feel you are uncomfortable there and God is leading to go and start something, go and start, I will help you. So when you are carrying your own thing and you want to run away, So I help. And whenever they are carrying it, they understand. Say, Pastor, easy. Say, yes. <laughs> Your senior pastor was carrying it, but office easy. <laughs> Carry it. Go on. I will encourage you. You have said God have taken you from that place and you want to start this. Moving on. It wasn't easy for everybody from the beginning. When you are starting something, it's not busy. Hold on. It's only faithful people that God will reward. Move on, you will see the reward. Sometimes it's not even the largeness of a church. Sometimes when we are talking about successful people, you look at people with big, big churches. But in heaven, we will see surprises. Those without names, you see them, they are generals. Because the mark will be what? Faithfulness. If you have a million church members and you are unfaithful, your mark will not meet the mark. You can have 10 people and you are faithful with them. In heaven, God will mention first, you come, you have doubled yours. Say, hey, we're looking for this giant who are great all over internet everywhere everybody sees them they stand in the sight of God no one is no one interpretation of No one is anything. <laughs> so, the one we have to deal with is God. And I'm always pointing you to that God. If you are faithful to that God, 
I will be a very happy pastor here. But if I lead you to rebel against that God, you will take stones and stone me one day. So my encouragement to every one of you is to remain what? Faithful. If it's a little thing, you are selling ice water, please be faithful. If you are a bank manager, be faithful. If you are a minister of state, be faithful. If they put you to sit in a committee, and you have to think about Ghana first, be faithful. God will question all of us. If I give you this contract here, you want contract and you come, and I take money from you. Maybe we are building something here. I take money from you, part of the money. Any money you take from any contract is part of the job. You are reducing the quality of the job. I won't be able to supervise you well. That's why anytime they give, or sometimes they, they give the contract. I told the contractor, hey, if you give anybody money, you don't do it well. Me, I am the senior pastor here. I will make sure you do the thing. Do it well. Let us all stand. As Ghanaians, let's be faithful. As citizens, let's be faithful. As church members, let us be faithful. God will reward all of us. God bless you. We have come with